Welcome to the CompTIA BizTech Podcast, where we talk with industry leaders across our communities and councils to discuss business challenges, opportunities, and strategies for success. Greetings and welcome back to our BizTech Podcast series, as always, brought to you by your CompTIA Business of Technology communities worldwide. My name is Gary Bixler, and I'm excited to be your host today. Uh, especially today, because today we're bringing you our first special edition podcast as a preview of our upcoming CompTIA ChannelCon online event themed Future Focused. That event will be taking place live on August 4th through 6th. To see the details in the agenda for the event or to register in the event that you haven't already done so, please go directly to comptia.org slash ChannelCon. And I am joined today by a very special guest, who also happens to be my boss, Nancy Hammervick, Executive Vice President of Industry Relations for CompTIA. Welcome to the podcast, Nancy. Thanks so much, Gary. I'm really excited to talk with you today on our podcast and hello to all our listeners out there. Yes, thank you. And, and there's a lot of excitement building around uh, this event and ChannelCon. But before we get to that, um, I just wanted to ask you, because we haven't had a chance to talk about this in a few weeks, um, we've talked with some of our other community leaders recently about their uh, quarantine projects. Um, last week on the podcast, Miles Jobjin, our MSP community leader, talked about his windmill project. Now, I know you've done a few projects. Tell us what's your favorite quarantine project been? Oh, my favorite. Um, it's a collective uh, group of projects, I would say. Um, my son who is uh, going to be 23 years old next month, actually was able to purchase his first home. It's actually a tiny house um, up uh, in Albany, just on the outskirts of the city along the Normanskill River, beautiful piece of property. Um, but like all first homes, it needed quite a bit of work. And um, we are doing a lot of homework. Um, I think I would say now my son's house might be in better shape than ours, but um, <laughs> doing things I never thought that we would do before. Um, we sectioned off his property at the, at, in the front of his property. He's got about a half acre of property in front of him and a lot of cars were using it to turn around. It's kind of a dead end street there on the river. And we built a retaining wall and uh, my son was like, we can do it. You can do anything. If you follow a video on YouTube. Um, and he did a lot of the heavy lifting. I did a lot of the design, but I am so proud of how that came out and it really framed the house. And then soon after that, um, we had to bring in a whole bunch of gravel and do some grading. Um, he, because he has a tiny house, it's literally only 700 square feet. Um, he needed a shed and we were taking down trees and grading gravel and getting a piece of property set up to bring a shed in that's almost as big as the house. So uh, his house is uh, looking really good. So I think, you know, working on that and helping him get settled in his first home, um, it's been a great opportunity to do that now. Yeah, that's outstanding. And I've seen some pictures of that project and and you did a great job, but I would say, I can't think of another family that would be more qualified to build a wall and what you described than, than your family between your husband and your son. I mean, you guys can, can knock almost anything out. My, my project, as I think I mentioned to you before, Nancy, was building a new fence around my dog pen. And of course, you have uh, a lot of professional experience building fences in your family. 
I had to build mine, I think three times in the end, because I kept, I built it and I thought, oh, you know, I should have done that different. And I took it down and rebuilt it. So. Oh my goodness. Well, I saw the finished product and I was pretty impressed, Gary, and you should be very proud of it because yeah, as the wife of a fence contractor, Kenny's had a business on Long Island doing fences and decks for more than 30 years. Um, It's tough work. A lot of people think like, oh, I can put in a fence. And those are the ones that wind up calling my husband after their like first attempt, like, okay, let's get a pro in. So you should be uh, really proud of that. It looks good. Well, thanks. Yeah. I honestly, I thought of calling Kenny many times during that, but I, I figured it out. So <clears throat> we got it done. All right. Well, let's get to the, the topic at hand. Like I said, the excitement is building for ChannelCon, which is just now right around the corner. Uh, give us uh, a little overview and introduction of ChannelCon Online 2020. Yeah, well, um, fortunately, uh, we have had an online component to ChannelCon. Uh, I think this will be our seventh year um, that now we're doing it exclusively online. But ChannelCon is CompTIA's premier event for the industry, happens annually move city to city, always in the August timeframe. And we always had, or at least for the past seven years, a hybrid event where we broadcast and streamed much of the content from ChannelCon online. Right. It was on demand after. So um, we decided pretty early on um, in this pandemic to move all of CompTIA's events to virtual events uh, for the calendar year. So we decided that back in March and we've had a lot of good time to build out the agenda um, for ChannelCon now exclusively online. And everyone can expect um, what they always got out of ChannelCon. Our focus at ChannelCon different than other industry events, especially in the channel is not so much focused on the partnering, although that is a huge intrinsic value of ChannelCon, But we lead with education, industry insight, training, um, sharing best business practices, and all of that um, will still be part of ChannelCon online um, with three days of programming and content for you, the listener, to consume at home. Uh, Yeah, that's outstanding. And and one of the other exciting benefits, I think, of, of ChannelCon online, going completely online, is it affords us the opportunity to be more global than we've ever been in terms of the kind of the reach and the impact that we have uh, throughout the world and across all of our communities uh, globally. And so we're excited about that and so excited, in fact, that on the second day of ChannelCon, that Wednesday, we're going to kick that day off with a global power panel session where we'll be joined uh, by leaders from all of our international CompTIA communities in the UK and Benelux, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and also Singapore. Now, Singapore is not officially launched as a CompTIA community yet, uh, but we're super excited to have them join us because we are committed to launching Singapore as soon as our situation allows. So it's going to be a great panel. And what you'll hear from those leaders, this will be the leaders of those communities on this panel they'll talk about how their region has been impacted. Uh, so how things are going in those countries during the pandemic and, and all the things that have been going on over you know, during this year. And then they'll talk also about their business impact. So how has this impacted the business dynamics, the customer relationships, those things in their countries and regions, which in many cases is 
a little different or in some cases pretty different from what's happening here in the United States. So it's a very interesting to hear. And then finally, they'll share a little bit about their recovery vision, you know, what their hope is and vision for recovery in their home regions and how their CompTIA communities are going to play a role in that recovery. So we're really excited about kind of the international flavor, if you will, to ChannelCon this year. I am as well. I'm uh, really looking forward. I, I, you know, it's so funny. I've been saying all along that there are silver linings in all of these challenges. And to your point, we can have a broader reach. Um, we had to quickly pivot our councils and communities forum uh, to a virtual event back in March. And we would typically get three to 400 people on site in Chicago. We had more than 2,000 on the day um, and continuing to have people consume the content from that online. And um, we already have more than that registered for ChannelCon. Um, but we would never have been able to bring these global community leaders together, you know, in one place at one time, really, for everybody to hear their perspective, right, and their insight. So um, that's something that we probably could not and would not have done at ChannelCon if we were, you know, live in person. So I know everybody's really going to enjoy that. Yeah, absolutely. Silver lining, as you said, indeed. So we're excited about that session. And as I said, that kicks off day two. So Wednesday, we'll start with that session. And then uh, immediately following that, we'll have our four uh, technical communities bring, you know, some really tight, uh, but compelling sessions uh, in a row on Wednesday. And all of these sessions preview, frankly, some of the exciting work that's being done uh, in these communities as they look future forward. So uh, we'll start with our advancing tech talent and diversity community. Uh, they will present a, a session titled Prepare for the Future of Work by Building a Learning Culture. Uh, we know that you know, during a crisis like we're in right now, you know, organizational cultures can be damaged, frankly. There can be a lot of fear, a lot of risk avoidance. You're just trying to survive. And so um, the panel in this session will talk about how you can avoid some of those things by kind of developing uh, a learning culture. So it's a great example. Nancy, you talk about this all the time. You know, we have to look for ways. How can we, we be stronger as we come out of this? And this, right. is a, this session is going to be a great example of how we can be stronger as organizations uh, as we recover. And I know Todd and, and others on day one are going to hit some of these topics as well. I agree, and I, I feel that this pandemic is accelerating um, the transition to so many uh, new, new levels that we needed to get to. I think that you know, we've talked a lot about how it's accelerating the digitalization um, of our economy and uh, our work and our life. Um, I think it is accelerating this whole work from home concept. You know, not a lot of companies were really embracing this until they had to. And now they're realizing like, hey, you know, this can kind of work. Um, it can save some money in real estate. It can um, build some morale and, you know, work-life balance for employees. And again, like all these silver linings that I hope that we're catching as this is putting pressure that, you know, it feels unwelcomed, I think we also have the opportunity while we're mostly at home, not traveling, not running from one thing to the next to really be thoughtful about things and think about 
was the way I was working before, the way that we were operating before, was that really working? Was that really ideal? Are there things that, you know, we can adjust and change now? And maybe some things we wanted to do and we never got a chance to do, um, you know, right. we're, we're getting to do now. And, and companies have had really had to look hard at their corporate culture as they're trying to manage employees remotely and virtually. And I'm super proud of um, our community here that has always focused on workforce culture. And more than ever, um, we need to understand how important that is to be successful as a business. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to that session. And then we'll have um, a couple of other really exciting sessions, both the managed service provider community, the MSP community, and the IT security community will be bringing sessions that will be security focused. Security is uh, certainly center stage during this pandemic as uh, so many new security issues have arisen either from uh, the, the movement to work from home as you described, or just the fact that you know, the criminals, the cyber criminals, et cetera, are seeing new opportunities. So there's so much uh, happening and, and one part of that is the response by our government to try to move quickly to create uh, legislation and licensing that kind of shuts some of that down. So the MSP session uh, will be around IT solution provider legislation and licensing efforts. Uh, just talking about the fact that if cybersecurity isn't already embedded in your business strategy, then your business strategy probably doesn't even matter because it's gotta be uh, in the middle of that. The variety and sources of threats uh, to our data integrity are, are growing exponentially right now. And the government and regulatory bodies are ramping up legislation and regulation efforts to deal with that. So that complexity uh, will be one of the topics that's discussed during this panel. So you'll want to hear that for sure. And we've got a great panel of compliance experts who will highlight the things that you need to know and hopefully be involved in uh, on those topics. So that's the MSP session followed by our IT security session, which is titled Holistic Approaches to Cybersecurity and Compliance. Uh, you know, ransomware, the costs continue to increase every quarter for the last three years that's gone up and the, the states and municipalities and even federal agencies have fallen victim to those kinds of attacks. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot of issues around that that are, are really, really critical right now. And so the time to get involved in those discussions is now, and this session is a great way uh, to get involved. Our community EC leader and channel luminary, Dave Sobel, will lead uh, this really important uh, panel discussion. So you'll wanna be there for that. And then our, our final session of the morning will be with our emerging technology uh, community. And it's titled, Which Emerging Technologies Will Accelerate long-term after COVID-19 subsides. And Nancy, this is uh, kind of the point you were making that this has given us an opportunity to actually accelerate some things that were already in progress. And that's certainly the case uh, when we look at some of the trends in emerging technology. There's some of those that are becoming more critical now because they can help uh, with the recovery. So our panelists are gonna deep dive into uh, a few specific ones uh, artificial intelligence, blockchain, and biometrics uh, in particular, and share kind of both the short and long-term impact that those technologies are expected to have post-COVID. So those are the four community sessions that you'll have during the middle of the day on Wednesday. Each one of those I think is gonna be fantastic. And like I said, 
Uh, they're all tied to work that will continue after ChannelCon in these communities. So we would urge uh, the attendees to get involved and stay involved uh, in our communities. So uh, those are the sessions. And Nancy, I know you've got a couple of other things, one in particular uh, that's going to be announced during ChannelCon that we're all very excited about. You want to tell us or tease us a little bit with uh, yeah, so um, every year at ChannelCon, we announce CompTIA's Member of the Year, and we will still do that with ChannelCon Online. I've um, been in contact with this person and shared that they virtually will be the greatest Member of the Year of all time. <laughs> but we will celebrate them virtually. Um, I don't want to give away who it is yet. You'll have to tune in, but somebody incredibly deserving, somebody who's been in the um, industry for many years and has been a member of CompTIA all those years. So for about 20 years, this person has been a member, um, moved on to be a leader in our communities and in our councils, um, works very closely with CompTIA's educational team in helping to build content for the industry. Um, somebody that just for me personifies and exemplifies everything that we're talking about. Somebody that always sees the opportunity, always sees the upside, always sees the silver lining, recognizes how important culture is, um, recognizes uh, how important innovation is and, uh, and working with the workforce um, you know, to bring out the best in everybody and give opportunity for all. I think all of our members, and even those that maybe are not as engaged members, when you learn about this person's story, um, you are going to celebrate this person with us and uh, realize that they deserve their, um, their moment of uh, fame and appreciation and recognition. So we will have a little celebration for that um, on the Wednesday as well of the event. Absolutely. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm really excited about that as well. Uh, as you said, such a, a well-deserving uh, candidate. So that's going to be a really fun part of the day on Wednesday. And then uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, uh, Nancy, you know, CompTIA has kind of a reputation for making this event, you know, when it's in person live, uh, be fun and kind of have some light things and some kind of time to kind of just get together and share and have a little fun. Uh, I, I understand we're trying to preserve some of that even on the online version. Yes, so um, you know, why people attend ChannelCon, I was saying in the beginning, first and foremost is for education and insight, right? And, and learning best practices. And, and then it kind of gets into being part of the community and the peer-to-peer -peer interaction and exchange. And our members are so good about sharing with each other and lifting each other up. And a big reason why people come to ChannelCon is the networking and the opportunity to have fun. Like people like doing business with people they like. We have a right. large community at CompTIA and we are known for our great parties and networking too. So um, we're gonna try to bring some of that into the online experience. I encourage everybody, if you're coming online um, to consume the content and, and listen in on the community meetings, you know, try to interact as much as you can. Um, use the chat room, um, whether it's in the YouTube platform or in the Zoom platforms in our solution showcase, we will still have 
a solution showcase where all of our vendors will have virtual rooms um, or booths where you can engage with them. They'll have private Zoom sessions. Um, please make sure you try to engage and connect as much as possible. Let us know you are out there. Say hello. Ask questions in on the sessions. Um, I always encourage people, when you attend a session, even if it's online, go right to LinkedIn afterwards and connect with the people that are speakers and connect with the panelists. And because Comte is all about um, making connections and growing that network. But we will have some fun things planned. Um, we always had a fun run in the morning of ChannelCon, the first morning of ChannelCon. We will still have a virtual fun run. So we're gonna ask everybody to do a 5K run and just share your data from your personal devices on your, on your score or your accomplishment or your time. And we'll have a place where people can post that and um, maybe get competitive or maybe just share like, hey, I did it. Um, we will be sending some packages out to families, letters uh, to the families of the attendees that are registered, all sent digitally, that'll have some activity books and coloring books and things that can keep the family and the kids busy while you're on this virtual event um, and maybe even teach them a little bit about our industry and even send a letter on why mom or dad you know needs to be locked in their home office on this uh, online event we are going to ask everybody to get to social media and tweet or post um, previous pictures from channel con with the hashtag channel con um, post and we want to see that collection of memories um, of people at other channel cons as we look forward to seeing each other again. And then finally, we will end each day with an open cocktail networking reception. And we will celebrate uh, some of the folks that have been recognized throughout the event, like the member of the year. We have our spotlight awards for those that will be recognized for being leaders in diversity, leaders for women in tech, future leaders of our channel. Um, we'll be celebrating them, but we'll have some fun things planned. We'll do some fun polls. We might ask everybody what their projects um, have been, their pandemic projects, and ask people to post pictures. But um, CompTIA members are not shy, really, about engaging, and I've been really, um, encouraged and impressed and, and delighted even on how our communities have continued to engage and participate virtually so we can count on them. If you're not a member or you're not in a community yet, you are more than welcome. Um, as Gary mentioned, this is about, this is an opportunity to have a wider reach, cast a wider net, bring more people into the CompTIA network. So um, please make sure to like jump in, participate, introduce yourself even online, and I promise you, you will be warmly received. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks so much, Nancy, for sharing some of those other little things that'll be going on uh, around ChannelCon. It sounds like there will definitely be some fun uh, had at ChannelCon. As you were talking about the sharing the memories from previous ChannelCons, I've actually got a couple of pictures from my CompTIA member days from ChannelCon that, uh, I'm going to have to dig up that I'll, I'll post because uh, there are definitely some good times there. So Nancy, thank you so much for being my special guest today. Uh, I've enjoyed it. Uh, I look forward to joining you uh, at ChannelCon here just uh, very shortly. And again, in closing, to register for the event, if you haven't already done so, 
uh, please go directly to comptia.org slash channelcon. And with that, we will sign off and see you at ChannelCon. Thanks very much, Gary, and to all our listeners, and see you online. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the CompTIA BizTech podcast. For more information on CompTIA membership, communities, and councils, visit comptia.org membership. If you enjoyed this podcast, the greatest compliment you can give us is subscribing, sharing, and liking the broadcast.